You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. This is the 26th episode of the High Vibe Guys. Asa just did a good job mocking me. Um, Asa, the smartest guy in the world, the esoteric genius, the one who brings forth the day. Isn't that like a, uh, you're like an Egyptian god. The Egyptian That's god. That's the name of a the book. book of coming the, forth by day. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The the resurrection of, uh, the resurrection <laughs> of, uh, of ancient Kemet in the, in the walking flesh. Um, again, wearing the pillars and pride hoodie based off of Woodward and Seven Mile. Welcome to the show. And see how, you see how well you did that? You haven't had an intro like that for us in a minute. Well, thanks for interrupting. Sheesh. Um, there you I'm go. Just saying. I'm just well, saying, bro. Wow. Well, you... we got Asa here. Oh, he's got green eyes. Oh, wow. Well, that's a fact. And you're, it wouldn't be... you're lazy with it. How about that? And we have Akil <laughs> getting to my last nerve. You know what? I've been sending a lot of uh, f bombs, and we have a diverse group of people who listen to us. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to ease up on those because it's really just me being lazy tongued. All right. So one f bomb per show. Moving forward. Hey. All right. I think curse words is like exclamation points. I you I have you know? I I'm one of those people to text in like in all caps. <laughs> hey, Ryan Kelly. Oh man, Killer Gans. <laughs> you got to have Killer Gans on the show one day too. Hey, yes. The, Facts. The Cardi That's how we're starting it off. The Cardi Emperor. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That'll be another show where I won't get to speak, <laughs> nor anybody else in the room. It's gonna be real flossy that show. Real flossy. <laughs> Kelly Gans, when you come on the show, bring everybody Cardi. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you brought us Cardi Airs? All right, sweet. Why do you have on four gold chains, Ron? <laughs> no one can see you. Actually, they can. Yeah. You too. Ron, why are we, why are we recording the show from your uh, from your BMW? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, yeah. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Shout out to Kelly Gans again. Cardi Airs. My guy. Um, bonk, bonk. On uh, IG. Coming out with an album, too. And, um... He also is producing or helping develop an album. This guy had this uh, song called uh, Cartier County. I actually like that song too. But uh, very catchy song. It is a very catchy song. Yeah, yeah. he Welcome nice. to Cartier County. He a, a Detroit legend too. Dang, while we while we in this space, uh, mad love and uh, healing energy to my man Super MC Kent Brown, Super MC. Sure, uh, Detroit hip hop is very familiar with him. Yeah, Almighty Dreadnoughts. So he had a he had a pretty bad accident uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So healing energy to my brother. Much respect, brother. Yeah, and get well. Um, all right to the episode to the episode topic oh, episode topic today. That was a very insensitive transition. <laughs> but uh, it's all good. Man, cool. you just got to. So the the first time we ever, oh, my, Bob and I ever did a speaking engagement, like we're getting ready to do our shtick called the the Ten Commandments of Networking, and we're all like yuck yuck and joking and all that. And like so, that's our shtick. That's who we are. The guy that is speaking before we're about to go on is like. Telling this story about the long and lingering death of his wife oh. from cancer and how it affected him and how it affected his oh, kids and no. nah, nah. and so then he gets done and they get and they call us up and uh. I was like, look, um, there's no like there's no easy way to put this like we, 
like the guy's wife died and you just heard about that for 20 minutes and we're going to like we're gonna try to be funny, and I, like there's no good way for us to segue into there's this. A, there's, like, no there's, way. there's no transitional <laughs> moment between dead wife, crying kids, Man. and right. the dumb shit that we're about to talk. <laughs> so just erase your brain, <laughs> level set, and pretend that we're the first things you've seen today. <laughs> oh, yeah. This worked out better than that because like he at least gave like <clears throat> the, like love towards the uh, super MC, and then he did a transition. So it's like. It went like I just popped yeah. it was like, all righty. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, Yo. that's out the way. Uh, but, but, but we got a new episode, so a new episode topic, subject, death, transitioning. Oh, so yeah. we got to, that's Ooh. up That's up in the air. Look do we, what you did, You guys want to start with the news piece? Do we kind of talk, and then we going to go into it? About that? who's about to die next? Damn. Possibly. Possibly. Damn. And, and for the CIA and FBI, everybody dies, so shut up. And don't start. I don't know, sorry. Too uh, late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we on somebody radio as of right Too now. late. So um, we were going to talk briefly about Trump um, and um, for a couple of reasons. One, that's the president of the United States. Um, and then also he recently came down with Corona, what he was calling the China virus, right? Like a fucking idiot. Don't worry <laughs> that about that. That's my one F-bomb right there. <laughs> All right. The China virus. Very appropriate F-bomb. Uh, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Yeah, and then he's like wheezing on a respirator a couple of months later. Um, what are the odds? What are the, what's the irony behind that? Hey, um, man. But I also wanted to speak on not just that, but then you also want to talk about that second wave coming up possibly. We talked about it on the show a couple of possibly. times. Possibly. I mean, I mean wintertime coming. It's about to get nasty. It's inevitable. And I will tell you, after coming out of being sick for two weeks, man, it like, I am going to do something to get prepared because a freaking uh, sinus infection almost had me uh, took you out the game, boy, crying for my mama. So I'm not gonna try to get this coronavirus and see what that's about. And uh, shout out to all the people who are actually still taking it seriously because a lot of us don't. As <coughs> yeah, we were watching people on pedal bikes um, at the podcasting station, um, enjoy and live their best life, tongue kissing, damn near tongue kissing each other, and with people uh, random people on the street. Uh, I also said he uh, had some <laughs> incident. Just, oh, never mind. That's irrelevant. Very. What happened? I was going to talk nothing. about nothing. 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 The bathroom incident. Bathroom. Nothing. Oh, man. Yeah. That was wild. That was wild. That yeah. was crazy. Nothing. Yeah. Anyways. Lady, stop. The Donald. Drinking. The Donald. Let's talk about the Donald and the Caroni. Hey, so my thing here is first things first, before we even get to the, the disease or the issue or the virus or whatever. Let's discuss the importance of being upfront and uh, truthful and sincere. Yeah, transparent, you know, because not only is he in trouble, but he put those around him in trouble, too. They say, like, you know, the security guards that he hired up or um, demanded, you know, uh, um, accompany him on different (coughs) things. They had to get quarantined. And it's like a ripple effect. You know what I'm saying? You're putting people's lives on the line. His wife got it. Wife got it. And then when you talk, you know, people look up to you. Certain people, I might not look up to you, but, you know, you got a lot of people out there, millions of people fighting for you and stuff like that, you know, standing on you everywhere. And if you say there's nothing to worry about, they walking outside, you know, no mask on, Can I, looking mm-hmm. crazy. Quick side note, and this is so yeah. irrelevant. I'm at Easter Market the other day, and I saw a lady with a Trump uh, shirt on, 
and I'm not even really into politics like that, but I swear to God, she almost got a roundhouse. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, instructor Cedric said, you should be like practicing martial arts. Like one of the first times, I was like just literally whooping her ass in my head, and I'm not a woman beater because I know somebody's thinking it, but you know, just like supporting that shit in the fucking Detroit. Get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. We're we taught not to put our hands on women. However, we're also taught to train mentally, have a virtual dojo. So I be drop kicking the shit out of some people. <laughs> you know, every time I go into Facts. a building, anybody I could see, I mentally destroy them before we even get up close. Just just in case, I already know what I'm about to do. Say something stupid if you want to. Do something stupid if you want to. Yeah. But yeah, uh, make sure you're training on both levels. Back okay. to this. Saucy news. Mm. I just learned that vocabulary word. About saucy. Two, two, y'all, the young people be putting me on stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's spicy. That's saucy. Both of them on my vocab right now. Akil is looking clueless because he's not was, in touch with the youth like I am. I'm so not true. I like that word. I actually yeah. like saucy. That's, so that's not true. Um, I have two young males, men, males, men. Who, All right, uh, Joe Biden. Who, uh, <laughs> who keep me. All the way educated. Shout out Marquise and Malik. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. They, hey, you know what? Man, I'm dripped out right now. Call <laughs> me the drip guy. They're going to be too swaggy on here. I don't know if they'll do it. Um, so back to the news piece real quick. Um, so what are your thoughts around that then? You said, so the influence of him, and, and I agree. I hold yeah. Ali on that. This fool not wearing a mask. Multiple uh, outdoors, large sessions or indoor sessions, and like you finally come down with it. Oh, they got the uh, video not to. Jump into your mix, but they got a video of him coming into a press conference, and he's talking to a guy wearing a mask, and he told him, "Take that mask off." What? Right before the press conference, the guys like recently, or like I back mean, right when back. everything started. Oh, you know okay, what I'm okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the guy was looking at him like, "No, I think I'm gonna just keep, I'm gonna just keep it all, bro." Mm-hmm. And I'm, again, I'm not into politics, but again, just for anybody who's voting with Trumps, this motherfucker don't believe in germs. Get the fuck out of here. He does not believe in germs. Does hey. he wash his hands when he goes to the bathroom if that's the case? Got enough hey, money man. to buy off them germs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bought them germs. Hey, that's wild. Though. The germs work for me, all right? <laughs> Anyways, let's stop interrupting my brother. Oscar. Go ahead. No, nah, that's that's the, the crux of what I wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? Let's make sure we be, you know, up and open about things, especially when it has people's lives, you know, at risk. You know, people's immune systems and different things of that nature. So we talked about the second wave briefly. What will be some things that we will be telling people to get prepared for the second wave um, to kind of protect themselves and, and their family or the, and the ones around them? Uh, for one, don't just be wearing your mask. I know we're talking about the importance of, you know, disarming the virus and different things, but don't just be wearing it 24 hours a day, inhaling your carbon dioxide. You know what I'm saying? When you're in your car... Take that motherfucker off and get you some air. Well, don't roll down a window or something like that. If you're in a public place, I would highly recommend you drop some oils inside your mask, some eucalyptus, lemon, whatever you could get your hands on, peppermint or something, or make a concoction or something for yourself. Can I add to that? And one thing that is big is wash your reusable mask. Mm-hmm. And why do I say that? Because your germs are sitting inside that mask, and when it starts to turn brown and whatnot, that's because it's a culture of germs inside your mask developing inside of it that you're inhaling and exhaling pretty much right on your face 24-7. Wash your reusable mask, please. Yeah, I'm created, almost sure that's how I got sick was, was because of my mask, man. You created a whole universe. 
Inside your mask. And you your mask. Right, keep right on your face. Hit him with Lysol. Spram. Spram with, hit him with Spray Lysol. right in the mouth. And if you want to follow the uh, direction of our president, hit him with Lysol and then drink some bleach right afterwards and you might be straight. That bleach ID. Hey, man. On a more, on a, on a more practical, health-conscious note, let's make sure that we are cleaning out our colons. All the different systems and organs inside your body have marriages and partnerships, just like man and woman. So the colon is the partner to the lungs, the respiratory system, right? So if you want to be able to breathe properly, you're going to have to clean out some of the things in your large intestines. You're going to have to do some some colon cleanses, you know what I'm saying? Get super hydrated, clean off those colon walls, et cetera, et cetera. And you want to make sure you're tapping into Mother Nature. All these people walking down the street with a mask on, stop playing outside with the oxygen around a tree. That's probably one of the safest places you could be, even safer than your own home. Because there's so much stuff in your house that you cannot see, you know, with your physical eyes. But that and you want to make sure you're breathing properly, taking full breaths at every opportunity that you remember. You know, you might not be able to do it on autopilot every single day like, you know, other habits. But when you can, get you some deep breaths in. Fill up the smaller, the uh, the lower, port, the larger, pardon me, the, the larger, lower portions of the, of the abdomen and the diaphragm. Fill that up so you can fill up the lungs from the bottom to the top. Hit that microcosmic orbit on your ass. Yeah. Yikes. Check out Montauk Chia if you're not familiar with the mac- the microcosmic orbit. And I, I would say, too, just to add to it from a different perspective, if I'm preparing, one, one thing I did was I made sure I had food in my fridge already in my pantry. Um, I made sure I had toilet paper. I know th- I know it's ridiculous, but it's like if a shutdown happens, I'm not going to be the person fighting the grocery store for toilet paper no more or a can of beans. I got plenty of cans of beans and regular food. In my house, and if you were smart, you started the garden just so you can get the idea of what to do with that too, man. Because mm-hmm. they keep talking about another shutdown, possibly, man. And I, I don't want to be in a, a, a fear space. You, uh, well, n- number one, I I shop like there's a zombie apocalypse coming on a normal day. <laughs> so that's, um, but are you watching what's happening in Wisconsin? Well, hold on, we go to Dave's house for the liquor. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going on Wisconsin. So Wisconsin uh, is about is very uh, similar to Michigan in a lot of ways. Uh, you have a Democratic governor. You have a Republican House uh, legislature. Uh, they overturned uh, the Democratic governor's emergency order uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, Wisconsin is now number one in the state, uh, averaging about 17,000 infections, pos- positive cases per day. Um, the reason why the, cause I think it was not this past Friday, but the Friday before, uh, when the whole thing with the Michigan Supreme Court happened, um, right before that, Whitmer had announced that she was rolling back the UP, uh, mm-hmm. to an earlier state. And the reason for that is because of all the infections crossing Shit. from Wisconsin up yep. into the UP. Um, we actually had, uh, our guy, our infectious disease guy, Fred, uh, Brown on our show Monday night, basically laying out what, like what Michigan can very quickly look like. Um, and it's based and it's all the math based off of what has gone on in Wisconsin. Um, and you know, at the end, cause you're, and you've, you're already seeing it. Like even with the uh, Department of Health that came down real quick and said, nope, still a mass mandate, still this, still limits, still that. Every, you see it everywhere. Well, no, nah, man, they ruled it. I don't have to wear a mask anymore. I don't have to. I'm not good. Well, but you do. And shut up and put a mask on. Um, 
And I mean, it's 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 going to get weird, especially coupled with um, they're saying it's going to be a heavier than normal flu, flu season. season yep. um, and it, yeah, it uh, it it's it's not looking good. It's so weird. It's like, why would you why would you fight to not save somebody else's life by, by not putting them a mask? The idiot- like, what's what's the worst thing that like the worst thing that happens? Is you wore a mask for nothing? That's that's the worst thing that happens to you. It's yeah. much as your beard down. You know what I mean? Like, but, that, but that's the worst thing that happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. So who cares? And I, w- I wanted to say something. Just the and preparation still being in my thought process is just like just be prepared because like they were plotting to and me and the kill have an associate who I want to bring on the show um, who works in government. But they were plotting to to um, to kidnap the goddamn governor. Mm-hmm. Right, these mm-hmm. fools were plotting to kill police and kidnap the governor, mm-hmm. and like this was going to happen. This mm-hmm. was like not one of them things where like it was like a conversation. Oh no, based off of some things. Oh no, they, they had plans. They, they were had, going to yep, uh, detonate it. explosives at a state police facility, mm-hmm. um, detonate uh, explosives at another location in order to distract any of the other cops that were out that weren't at the facility, um, and then yeah, they were uh, planning on going in guns blazing. And killing people and killing yeah. out. I mean, the killing police, but then also killing other people associated with um, our government. Yeah. And um, it's, just, it's, it's all in the thought process of being prepared. We should be prepared for the second wave, but we also should be prepared for uh, November 5th or the 15th, 5th, because, you know, it's the people's responses after that. Yeah. No matter what, November which, 4th? No, uh, third is the election day. Third is the election day. All right, so the, all right, next, all right, the next smart day. Booz was saying on the fourth to be ready. Every day after. Well, the fifth. Well, see how you see how the sad reality is. It probably it probably with as much absentee and mail in voting as is going to go on. It probably won't be the fourth that we know. Like it's not. I mean, like they'll have. You know, your election night numbers and all that kind of stuff, but it could be as much as a week. There's actually a really great. on uh, Netflix, uh, it has a special called, uh, crap, uh, like whose vote counts or something like that. And mm. it's got, uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's got AOC. It's got, uh, a lot of people that are like really heavily involved. And it's, and it's basically, okay, here's the history of voting in America and who got the right to vote when, um, <coughs> whose vote is most likely to be discounted. Um, or lost. Um, yeah. and it was, I mean, it was, it was, and it's only like 25 minutes long, but it is a fascinating watch. I'm yeah. watching that because I need to understand the electoral college. Was that, did they kind of discuss this, uh, the, the situation that happened in Georgia where um, they sent out the wrong ballot? Yeah. 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 Um, man, it's a lot of information before we actually get to the subject of the show today. Hey, because it's a big deal, man. This yeah. is how, cra- and it's showing they both are intermingled. Cause the the yeah it's the called subject, whose vote counts. I think I peeped that. The, and the subject is showing why are we that. going through stuff like this in the first place. Why are we so mm. disorganized and not mm. working together? Why are we so separated? Why are minds so fragmented? They lightly touch on the electoral college, but it's not like a really big focus of it. So I, um, I, I want to do some research into that because I, I still don't understand the electoral the, college because you went to Cass Technical High School. The best school in the. I think. I no, so I mean, so I mean, I, the the twenty second version is so the the electoral college was basically put in place um, to keep the 
more populated cities from having more of a say than, say, Rhode Island or like South Dakota. Um, so that, you know, you have electors based on population. You, and it's, you know, sort of like you have, there are two senators from every state, regardless of how many people are in that state, yep. but the House of Representatives fluxes. So the whole point of the Electoral College in theory, um, was to give that same sort of weighted system to give some of the smaller populated states a, a better footing when it came to you know saying who was president. So now, is that this, why the more populated states get higher? Yes. Okay. So and but that's why. So that's that's the thing. Is so now you see things like okay, when's the last time you heard about a, a president, a presidential candidate making a stop in you know North Dakota mm-hmm. or? Wyoming or you know any place like that why because they don't it doesn't matter like they're but they're here in Michigan and they're in California and they're in New York and they're in Ohio because those are the you know those are the states that have the like they they kind of know going in all right like those are traditional red states we're gonna have those those are traditional blue states we're gonna have those so we hit the swing states hard with the so and there's actually so there's a there's a really good one um, if you haven't seen it yet also on Netflix called the greatest hack. Um, I know a lot Ooh, of people. I know I came across that. a lot of people were talking about uh, the social dilemma because that's the yeah. new one that came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the social, so they kind of go very well hand in hand, like because the social dilemma is basically how they get you to give up your information, like that the whole <laughs> dopamine mm-hmm. cycle and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the greatest hack literally shows you how they stole the 2016 election, mm-hmm. and because I mean that's one of the, like people don't understand that the 2016 election came down to 73,000 votes in four states. Are they talking about Russia influencing in that one? Absolutely, yeah. and and so it's uh, like everybody heard Cambridge Analytica. You know that's that's the company that did what they did with Facebook's data, mm-hmm. and they show you how they they ran the elections in 16, I believe it was 16 other countries before. Like they were doing like trial runs in other countries to see if they could do it because what they were doing, like, you know, the uh, crooked Hillary, you've heard that phrase. Mm-hmm. That was cre- that was created by no Cambridge way. Analytica marketing. No, way. that was their phrase. That was their thing. Oh, so they, okay. And so like, so, and that was the thing. What, what they did with their data is like when they were trying, like they didn't talk, like they didn't bother targeting me because like they read your data, they read my data. Dude, he's he's never voting for Trump in a million years. Like, mm-hmm. so it's it's worthless for us to spend money trying to target shit at him. Mm-hmm. But the people that were like possibly swayable, they didn't target state, they didn't target city, they didn't target region, they targeted you. And they knew that you were the one that if they showed that crooked Hillary ad and they showed you this and they showed that you that you were more likely to share it without even watching it like because they okay yeah that fits yeah confirmation bias yep he'll share it he'll get it out there and that'll swing him more towards voting for Trump and so I mean it's it's crazy when you watch when you watch that one it's it's it it's a it's it's frightening as hell but it's it's an important watch. It's just gonna reiterate what I believe already. Hey, that's what I mean, when me and CJ are talking about Russia, then you'll see where, where we're coming from as far as the importance of them in this last election and just in general, man. Just the and this is what like when we were having that conversation about like the thirteen families or something like that. I was like, you know what you just said about like uh, in the last show, you were like, yo, when science and theology don't necessarily meet, that's when I that's when I be kind of that's when I'm at odds with you because. Factual things in this world that are news, and then like conspiracy theories don't meet, and I think that's when we be butting heads sometimes. 
Um, it's, I, 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 I'll explain to you uh, off the air where I'm kind of trying to come from that. Because in my, I, because they don't always mix. Sometimes I don't. I don't. I hate the conspiracy theory thing. Well, I mean, like, let's choose a different term. It ain't like the it's not the term is not necessarily to devalue the thought process as much as I would say things that um don't necessarily have the same level of um maybe not not let's say not factual let's say um current evidence that's very mainstream that's like that's that's like you say tangible mm-hmm. that I can grab. You know what I mean? You got to grasp at some of that. You know what I mean? To try to find something sometimes to really make it. So it's concrete. I know this is like all very left field. It's just me and Kill have different conversations. And as we're talking, this is kind of like sparks on the side of me. And in T fucking way, very fucking disrespectfully, like Akil did earlier, I'm changing the fucking subject to. That's our four. T- I'm like the uh, instructors <clears throat> in the, the dojo. I am changing. You said you said the F the word four times. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> religion. So we're gonna we're gonna kick off the show. And why is this this topic important, man? Why isn't this topic important? Well, first off, we're in Detroit, home of the church. Um, I believe at one point in time, Detroit had the most churches per block out of any city inside of the United States. Yes, sir. And if you look at Detroit, and you, if you live in Detroit or you visit Detroit, you will know that this is true because there is a block. Every fifteen feet throughout the city, for some reason, yeah, definitely. Churches I have a question everywhere. for them, and um, it definitely has a huge influence on the city that we live in, and the politics and the people, and um, just in general. And today's episode isn't about the church per se because we don't want to. We're not trying to pinpoint or target any religion as much as we just want to talk about religion. Um, but being that we're in Detroit and that this is the home of the churches, I feel like it's a very relevant, important topic. Um, who wants to kick this one off? Who wants to start? I want to start it off with asking the churches or the the pastors, the devout um, church goers. Like, why is it that you ask me or other people to come join your church when you and other churches can't even agree on the the religion? And like, you, why are you guys bumping heads? You know what I'm saying? Fighting over church members. Like, get your stuff together. First, and then invite some people in when y'all got y'all shit together. Wool said he was th- he was gonna say the f word one time. I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk with some passion today because you know people are getting affected by you know the ignorance and the selfishness and the greed and the things mm-hmm. that you say that you practice. Facts, facts. You know. So and that goes. That's not just for for the uh, Christian religion. That goes for the mosque and All Muslims religions. and whoever. You know what I'm saying? Why? But this for this conversation right here, like you said, we got so many churches. Like, why don't you just have like a big, stupid, crazy mega church and have all the love, peace, and harmony, and all the things that yeah, are denominational? Not really. Yeah. Have that practice. We are shining God's light, right, and magnetizing other people with your actions and your lifestyle. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I I recall when I was growing up. Um, you know, they them people going to church and then they was like shaking their ass the night before mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday night, probably mm-hmm. Thursday night getting it in. And I went to a Christian middle school where the bishop was at. He this is not like uh, oh, I heard th- this is like factual on the news evidence. He got his wife's uh, niece pregnant. He was like 50 plus 60 and she was like, you know, a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Human nature doesn't discriminate so inside of the church you're gonna have people doing 
everything that is done outside of the church. They just got a, a awesome way of covering it up with, you know, uh, uh, religion or belief what system. Special, what that special, what that trash. Yeah. You know, it's just like a, so we all, uh, we participate in something called Kempo. And the equivalent of that would be one of our instructors um, getting into a fight and running or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, like, you really don't practice the discipline. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're talking all this good game. And then when the, when, the, when, the, and the, when the moment comes to, like, put it out there, you, like, you know, cowering. Mm-hmm. And you, and you like, you know, running like a little, you know, school child or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's, it's a facade and it's fake. And I'm not saying that's all people in religion. Um, a lot of people um, are dedicated and devout. But I will say that for the most part, <clears throat> um, I feel like it. The, the the influence that it has. And I tell people all the time, like, my grandmother is a person I always look at. It's like she's a devout Jehovah Witness, right? I think Jehovah Witnesses, the thought process and the overall, like, the um, the, the story that they give is ridiculous. Um, but I know what it did for my grandmother, and she is pretty devout. You know what I mean? Outside of cussing people out in German because she don't think you know German. Don't speak my Deutsch. That's my grandmother's thing. Du bist blot und hasslich. If that's the F-bomb, she just dropped it on you. Akil, <laughs> um, why don't you give us uh, some insights and some thoughts? Well, I mean, uh, I grew up and my dad wasn't super religious. My mom uh, made us go to church up until the age where I was able to actively tell her, like, Ma, I, I just don't. And to her credit, she never forced me, you know. But I grew up in, uh, I want to say it was Baptist. That's how disconnected I was from <laughs> the religious background and my mom believed. Uh, and early, I guess early in life, I took a turn away from religion. You're talking like 17 years old. Like I spoke on before I had a partner, my brother, brother who came on and did a show with us, Cliff, hit me to a couple of books. And once I got into those books, I never looked back. It was a couple times, maybe six, seven years ago, where I questioned some things. And it was kind of like an internal kind of thing going on. But in terms of religion, I've always, well, since about 17, 18, I've always felt the same way. It's crazy divisive. Yeah. Uh, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be espousing the word of God and you're bringing people to you. But every religion, every religion that I've come across, um, there is an aspect of, yeah, but them over there, they're going to hell. Or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we good over here. You come over here and you either going like meet Jesus or get you 70 virgins or whatever the case may be. We're where the, the party's at. Them over there. And them over there could be your family. Like, that could be your grandmother, yeah, your no, uncle. Right. Like, everybody in the family, like, when he has. Die, when he dies, it's getting spicy. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all right. So, that that's, that's, that's just, you know, that's just how we're going to play this out in, in this world when it comes to religion and our beliefs in God. It's just like, if you're not rocking with me, then, hey, hey, bro. As as I don't know what to tell you. I love you. I love you, my brother. I love you to death. But you out of here. Yeah. How could you know what I'm saying? Like that well that don't Yeah, that don't if God is 
you know, all how they seeing. say he is. Yeah, he merciful. They use they all seeing and he. all these beautiful. And how he. is he, a he? And he. There's never. There's never a female god. Excuse me. A, a, a so what are you trying to say? Lady that you haven't god. had babies before. You haven't created life. I'm just saying. I've never seen a man pop a baby out his penis. Ever. Or I've never like, and if he did, he would definitely be God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, I'm going to wherever that dude is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it. He's got, he's got the title. You know, he's got the title, uh, and it's and it's still fine. He's still fine out. Ah, uh, he's yep. He's he's the champ. Can I? I just want to. I want to speak on my evolution of, uh, of religion, and it's very similar to yours. Um, I would say I grew up. I was big on the Discovery Channel, right? And I got into science really young. To a flaw, you know what I mean? But I like science a lot. And then, um, like Akil said on last episode, define, science, define young real quick, because y'all are kind of pushing it. I am 36, baby I think, boy. I think you and Boo's like three years apart, ain't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want you to stop flexing like you're 22. <laughs> hey, huh? hey, hey, buddy. You look, you look 22. Good Lord. I'm uh, not 33 sick. or 30. Uh, yeah, 32. Like Akil said last episode, like, um, very quickly, I, I began to see, like, you know what? Like he said about dinosaurs. Like, how did dinosaurs exist for, like, 15 minutes in the Bible? And then, like, they, lived, they existed for, like, 150 million years over here. You know what I mean? Or the this the just things that make sense. And one of the big ones that, that, that pulled me away from it. My mother is the sweetest woman on earth. I don't care. I know y'all mamas are both around. <laughs> they number two. They can be tied for two. <laughs> one A. One one A. How about that? We, we all number one. My mom was one. Y'all one A. Uh, but my mother has. She is. I'm a, one day. I'm gonna do a whole Mother's Day episode. We doing. We gonna talk about our mamas. But yes. just genuinely, genuinely is a great person and does any and everything for everybody in my family, mm -hmm. the community. I never get quick story. Lady on my block named Lisa. Lisa was a prostitute. I knew this my whole life. She literally lived down the corner from me. Right. Uh, Lisa had a son when I was probably about 13 and um, the middle of a school year, like it was like October. Right. Her son comes to the door is like, hey, can I get 20 bucks for summer camp? Right. And I'm like, dog, it's like October. <laughs> My mom said I need some shoes for summer camp. It was like he was asking for something for summer camp. Mm. And I was like, bro, it is the middle of the school year. So you are not going to summer not going camp. To summer camp not right now, chief. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like my mom's gave her 40 bucks. And I said, I said, she's getting out of there. She said, either she was going to go out and she was going to do what she's going to do for the, for the 40 bucks. And I, or I got it to give away. And it was like, just like, that's my mama though. That's how, mm -hmm. that's her thought process with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she don't go to church. And one day I asked my grandma something like, yo, what do you think is going to happen to my mother? She says whatever the equivalent of the grave is or what the hell is is where she'd be at. And Jehovah's Witnesses, they believe you're gonna be in the grave. My, my grandmother left. She leaves the she leaves that brochure, that Jesus brochure. I mean that uh Jehovah's Witness brochure on my on my watchtower. Watchtower when I go home. So when I when I recognized that that was the mindset, I said, Hold up. You think she's going to hell? You'd be cursing people out in Germany in the, in the Kingdom Hall. <laughs> you think she's going to hell, the same person who's paying for your house. The same person who got all the cousins out of jail. The same person who don't curse, don't drink, don't smoke. The same mm. person who worked 50 hours a week. You think she's going to go to hell? But she's not giving 10% of her earnings. Man, and that's when I said, you know what? This religion thing 
is wrong. You know, somebody <laughs> that ain't right. And then I got, and then the next step was to learn about history and how it was used. And I said, hold up. Not only am I supposed to be going to hell, but y'all enslaved the black community using this book and said that you were making us Christians and therefore justified your actions using this. I said, hold the fuck up. What exactly is this shit? You know what I mean? Like it was like one of this, the, the, those things or those things that made me say, you know what? Something about this really ain't right. You know what I mean? My mama going to be burning in hell <laughs> and you can enslave people using this context, but I'm wrong for not believing in your God. It's mama burning in hell. Grandma cussing people out in German in heaven. And she no, she can't even get to heaven because you know what? There's only 2,200 spots available for you to go to heaven if you believe in the kingdom hall. In Jehovah Witness, twenty two hundred. You get to twenty two. Go to heaven. You get to stay on Earth. You get to come back to go to Earth. That is. That's like talk about. Talk about. Talk about. It's twenty two hundred spots open. Yes, them boys is filled. And, <laughs> and prior you know, to like nineteen, how long human boys, history is? Them boys is filled. Prior to like nineteen eighty or something like that, you had to be white to be a Jehovah Witness because they got this huge fucking amount of money when they opened up and started allowing black people to come into the Kingdom Hall. These are all fucking what's, facts. What's that one episode of South Park? We need to make that like recommended. Oh, the Mormons? Ah, dude, we need to make that like a recommended. Oh, yeah, All About uh, Mormons is fascinating because well, it's, uh, and the, it's all true. And the Scientology episode. It's all them. true. It's all it's all literally like 100% what they believe. Like this is this is our. Why is it like this though? Where did it come from in the first place, and why is it so fragmented and all over the place? Because it's a control mechanism. I mean, and it's like so like like I have, I, I don't have an issue with religion at all. I have an issue with organized religion, because um, in in my mind, organized religion tends to be a crutch that people lean on when things are bad. Um, but it, it's when if things are good, it's not really at, at front of mind, and that's not how they act and behave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so to me, I, you know, I, I look at it as it, it 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 it's a control mechanism. I mean, that you know, you look at from a historical perspective. You know, was there a guy named Jesus? Okay, let's take it at face value that there was. But I mean, you look at the contemporary stories. There were at least eleven people. Walking around at the, you know, within about a hundred year period doing the same stuff that, you know, so Jesus per se is an amalgam of all of those, you know, stories. And then you have, you know, then you look at things like the councils of Trent where they were edited. You know, it's some, some stories got to be in the book. Some stories don't get to be in the book. And the stories that don't get to be in the book are the ones like the gospels of Mary. Why? Because rich land-owning white guys didn't want women in authority because it's supposed to be about the rich land-owning white guys. Mm. Um, you know, and that's – you know, so anytime anybody says, hey, I want to discuss religion, my first two questions – my first two questions are always, one, are you sure? <laughs> uh, and two, tell me what you know about the Apocrypha. You know, because the Apocrypha are all of the books that were written at the same time that were at one point in time or another part of the quote unquote Bible, but got removed because it mm. didn't fit the narrative Uh-oh. that they were trying to tell. Right. Uh oh. So I get. I get. And we're going. We, I guess we're going into this. I got a lot of thoughts on this topic. Another thing about it too is that, uh, like Dave said, I, I'm not against. I'm not against religion, and like I think. The way we look at it is the Western context, you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. the Western world just has a way of putting every, making everything religion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you 
it was a group of people who have a similar thought process and it has something to do with spirituality, then it becomes religion. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. that's what we that's what we believe over here. Mm-hmm. But I look at it like I look at it like um in ancient Egypt, they that civilization thrived for thousands and thousands of years under one uniform mindset. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I don't think it's always bad. I think about because it is a form of control. I think it's a form of way of bringing people together. It's just what is being used for, the purpose behind it. You know what I mean? Um, because clearly they built some things. They did some things with that uniform mindset that we still can't accomplish. But it was because they were <clears throat> all fucking following that saying. Was that religion, though? I don't. I wouldn't call it religion. That's the. That's the. That's the. That's the. What we. But I would think in the Western world we would call it religion. You feel me? You know what I mean? It was. Yeah. I mean, so that was. You know, so before the show even started, you know, there's a difference between religion and spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, and Boom. so that was their mythos. And you know, mm-hmm. and if you look at, you know, if and that's you know, once you start looking at the origin of most religions, they're all basically the same. Yeah. Yeah. You have one Fact central astrology. figure. With twelve accompanying figures, you know whether it's Ra Krishna. and all of, all of you know all of the other Egyptian gods, yep. Jesus and the disciples, uh, the Wicca, you know religion, same thing, um, and and that, you know and that's the other part of it is you look at you know just using Christianity as an example, you know the hoops that they jumped through in order to basically make it more palatable. For, you know, say the, you know, the Germans of the time, their Germanic tribes and, and the mm-hmm. Wiccan and, and all that kind of stuff to go like, you know, everybody knows. OK, you know, Jesus. Again, assuming the you know, wasn't born December 25th, mm-hmm. was actually born in July, mm-hmm. but they moved it to December 25th in order to accommodate one of the main Wiccan holidays right. to get them to come along. But 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 I've had arguments with people. Who like swear up and down? No, that is that is when Jesus was born. Why was it? Don't even make sense. That don't even go with the story of him being born in a manger. Like, what are you talking? Like, yeah, the the it it makes absolutely no sense. But because that is the prevalent thought process, and we're bogged down by what we're taught and what we're told. People take that to heart. It's literal for people. The Bible is literal for a lot of people, whereas in my belief, it's not meant to be read literally. No, it's 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 to me, it's akin of uh, Aesop's fables. Yep. It is a great collection of stories. It is a great collection of stories designed to teach you how to not be a shitty person. Mm-hmm. And that's and I have no argument with that. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But it's when. It starts getting taken literally, mm-hmm. and you know, and then you start getting extremists, and and every religion has extremists, mm-hmm. you know, and then that start taking it. You know, you've got fundamentalism, you've got this, you've got that. You know, that's that's to me when religion becomes a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, I want to say two things. Mother Nature doesn't care about our opinions or what we believe or what we mm-hmm. feel or our perception. She doesn't care. It's a wrap. Donald Trump is the president suffering from coronavirus right now. The president of the so-called most powerful country on the planet. Right. So that's that's one thing. Mother Nature doesn't care. She deals with pressure. That's her talk right there. What are you doing? Not what you thinking and what you feel like. What is actually happening? How are you contributing to humanity? Right. Not not what you talk about in the church or the or in the mosque or whatever you go to. 
The second thing is, for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the movement of celestial spheres and the way things operate upstairs in the heavens, if you will, uh, on December 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, it appears as if the sun is standing Standing still, still, right? And on December 25th, it appears as if the sun is rising and moving and operating and fully functioning again. And the light seems to increase from that day on. Sun is born. Right. So there we have the blueprint for the storyline. Because if you notice, like what Dave said, this story sound like that story. This Krishna, Christ, all these things got all these similarities. All these motherfuckers got the same birthday. So explain to me and explain to your children and all these people that that you want to come to your establishment why somebody on the other side of the planet that doesn't believe in what you believe in, their historical godly figure has the same background story, mm-hmm. the same blueprint as yours. Mm-hmm. It's you. We're dealing with the truth behind the scenes, not these egos. Mm-hmm. That's something that needs to be addressed. ASAP, because if it doesn't, it's only going to get worse. And all that so-called love, peace, and harmony is going to start looking like killing, stealing, fighting, and abusing in the name of your ego. And that's not the way to play it right now. We got too much at stake. The world is already crumbling. Like, come on, man. We need to, And this goes for the black community, too. With all these goddamn black organizations fighting and, you know, talking about who's the Well, this is the right way, and this is ancient Kemet did in the Hebrew Israel. Shut the fuck up, bro. That is not more important than the livelihood and the well-being of your fellow brother and sister. You know what I'm saying? Or being a parent and being responsible for a child brought into this world and you building stories or telling them stories built upon lies. Instead of doing your due diligence as a parent, being responsible for that soul that you brought, that chose you to guide them and be, you know, they're brought into this realm and you being lazy and just recycling stuff that somebody else taught you that you didn't all the way understand. Yeah. And, and but and not to uh, create an excuse for anybody, but definitely we've had those books shoved down our throats as the, you know, as to be like pathways to being a good person or to being how to live your life. And it's something that we have to um, we have to wash away that uh, conditioning. You know what I mean? Because shit. For 400 years, at least in this country, I don't know if we were here already. I don't know if we came from Africa, but anyway, it goes both. But so the whole world is yours. Well, I mean, what, I, what I was saying is, ain't no disputing that we were enslaved in America for 400 years and conditioned and had these books shoveled down our throat. And if you ever read, we talked about Uncle Tom's Cabin at one point on the show that the that it definitely was. We were for, it was forced upon us to believe that that was how we were supposed to raise our families and the and the guide for our lives, even if it don't make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For us to take it literally, for us to literally believe that, uh, you know, the words coming out of this book, uh, like we talked about in the last episode, you know, like the the earth was created in seven or in seven days or whatever, you know, whatever. Created in six. He rested on the seventh. Snake like, talked what to. Like, God do you know that rest and take a break? And then Snake convinced the Somebody. lady to eat apple. God. That's another thing that yeah, needs to be addressed, it's, too. It's a lot. It's a lot to... It's a lot of layers to it religion is. and theology that the first layer for me stops me in my tracks from putting belief into it. And I can't go any further. You know what I'm saying? So when when you get down the line and you're talking about, 
all these different things that comes with whatever religion, uh, Islam, Christianity, Judaism. Yeah. When I hit that first snag in the story, like, can we stop here and research this part? Cause how are we, why are we moving past? The- because, because religion and, and religion, they don't allow you to use what word did I ask you to find last time? Discernment. They don't allow you to use your own discernment in religion because when you start to use them, you say, hey, hold up, hold up. Like you said, let's, let's explore a little bit. I was just going to say, why don't we do a new vocabulary word every show? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Cause it's yeah. not just supposed to be faith. It's supposed to be blind faith. Blind, blind faith. Exactly. Woo. Blind faith. Damn, Dave. Yep. Well, that's real, though, man. Blind that's, faith, which is They've over here slapping y'all in a pineal gland. Yes, it is. <laughs> but that's a thousand percent true. My mom, mom, please, I love you. I love you. Don't disown me for <laughs> the things I will say. But my mom used to uh, go in on me about, like, I would question certain things, especially when I was a teenager, reading these books. And my mom, I told, I think I told this story before. My mom saw a book called Illuminati 666 in my drawer. And I went to school and I came home and she had it sitting on my bed. Like a Playboy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look what I found. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. And as soon as I came in the house, she followed, she let me go upstairs and I saw it and she was right there. You, you hit to Adam Wishop or Weishop? Weishop. Weishop. Did y'all know that they kicked him out of the Illuminati because the he was so, he was so intelligent yeah, yeah. and they wasn't it was mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's a rap. Mm-hmm. And then he started another secret society called the Perfectabilos. Mm-hmm. Check that out when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that. This uh read just that. the response. That's in that book. Oh, the Illuminati six six six? Just to uh kind of respond to the kill. We and something we talked about last show is you talked about the the mind of a child being like a cup and when eight years old, it's a lid get put on it. I think what happens and kind of like, I'm going to jump to religion in one second. It's like, we get to a point to where we, when you're a child, you are a sponge. So, like, literally, whatever's coming to you just gets absorbed. Mm-hmm. And when you're an adult, you have to start absorbing. You have to put in energy to absorb. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it doesn't come the way it used to. It doesn't, it, it doesn't just naturally develop inside of you. Mm-hmm. And, like, as an adult, like, I'm not saying this is what happened with your mom, but you get to a point where you say, you know what? I'm not going to even really overthink that. I'm gonna just go with what's been given mm-hmm. to me already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's the it's the path of resistance. It's it, it's easiest. It's safe. It's easiest. It's the easiest thing to do, and it's safe. But the path of least resistance, something I talk about a lot, is the thing that like it's the easiest thing to do is just to say, you know what, this don't make no fucking sense. But you know what, I'm not gonna go do no other research. I'm going out to the bar. You know I don't. Mean? I've had conversations with people who literally said, I don't question the religion my parents taught me is because I don't want to go to hell. It don't hurt me none to believe it. But does it not hurt? So there's there's a good full circle for you. It's like wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. If the worst thing that it does, if the worst thing that happens is you wore a mask, just do it. Yep. There's your path of least resistance. Just yep. wear the damn mask. Yep. I'm I'm good. I don't I don't. But I but I get it. And I mean it's because it, I, I get like I said, you know, I was I was raised Catholic, um, and my mom basically the whole deal was I had to go through. Confirmation and First Communion for the family, and then I could make up my mind. Um, and the way I always tell it is I was not kicked out of Catholic school, uh, but I was invited not to re-enroll for the following year. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is. It's, it's, and it's because I asked questions. You know, it's, you know, okay, turn the yes, other sir. cheek. 
can we double back on that whole crusades thing? <sighs> you know, and and you know, let's talk about you know war <sighs> in the name of God that's supposed to be a peaceful <sighs> God. But he's only a peaceful God if you're on his side. The hypocrisies. And then, Boy. and then, do we get to talk about Old Testament God? Like, are we talking about Versus like shiny, happy people God? God? Yeah, or are we man. talking fire and brimstone from the heavens God? Like, which, which, which one are we are we buying into? So, and honestly, like that's one of my issues. And I, I hate it. Always sounds condescending when I say it. And I don't. I don't. And I don't mean it this way. But like, kind of the the hippy dippy new age open air, hey, we've got rock bands, churches kind of thing. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's, like, that's not even, like, to me, that's not church. Like, that's, like, you're having a, you're having a feel-good moment with, you know, a couple hundred, couple, whatever, thousand people, you know, in the stadium or giant-ass mega church that you're in. And that's cool, but is that religion? Because, to me, religion's supposed to be teaching you the one of the things, you know, because again, it's it's about control. It's supposed to be teaching you about consequence. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be teaching you about, you know, don't do things. And that's why, you know, I love, you know, you look at, like, I don't understand. <laughs> I do not understand how anybody who calls themselves, calls themselves religious, uh, especially evangelicals, um, how they are supporting Trump in any way, shape or form. You have a man who has gone through multiple divorces, who lies constantly, who's had plenty of affairs, mm. children by different mothers, yada, yada, yada. You know, how – as as an evangelical, mm. how do you support that? That That's supposed to be the antithesis of everything you are – you know, these are the same people who said Bill Clinton lost the right to be president because he had an affair while he was in office. Mm. Mm. So like I said before, though, man, like you could do it before you get in the office. Things got when things fit your narrative, then you. Decide he was in to office, work, I think. You know what I mean? yeah. Trump. Oh, you talking about Trump? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, so this is. I know this is. We we will pass six, but I I wanted to ask this: How do you? What do you? Because this is just like up in the air now. Um, how do you guys feel? Religion got to be religion. You know what I mean? Like, how did? How did it? I'm I'm just whatever you believe, because I truly can't. I have a lot of different thoughts. I don't have a thought that I think is like the you, deep thought. What do you mean? How did it become religion? Like, how did it become so ingrained in like, everything we do? And religion the is just prevailing. Like, that it, it didn't so, just pop up out the sky. Like, so how like, did it come about? Like, I'm gonna give you an example. Science is like gravity. Like gravity is. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. somebody was like, you know what? Shit falls to this mass. You know, like you were able to kind of keep evolving that thought process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Religion is like what is like what where's religion coming from? Where's like the- so I will I will give you the answer in the form of a quote from L. Ron Hubbard uh, that most people forget uh, was a science fiction Captain writer science for decades um, and is the man that created Scientology. Uh, in an interview with Time Magazine in 1977, uh, he said, "Look, writing science fiction is great, but if you really want to make money." Start a religion. Uh oh. Power hey. and the money. Money and the power. My my answer is like this. According to um texts and historical evidence, like ancient Kemet or like Kush or like Nubia, like these different ancient places, um, or currently like the Dogon tribe in Mali, right? Where you have certain groups of people that are so in tune with the universe that their lifestyles reflect the natural order of the universe via love, peace, harmony, abundance, and uh, knowledge and wisdom and be able to, you know, execute those things. So to my knowledge, um, 
at one point in time, the original people on the earth used to like walk around and dance around like, you know, the the as above, so below yeah. physical portion to like how, you know, stars and planets don't be crashing into each other. And they got their perfect harmony yeah. and everything going on. And as people begin to um, get more. That's why I was bringing up the Rudolf Steiner text, because he alludes to in his book, this being like just the newest version of Earth in a different portion, different time periods if you want to use the word time back in the day things weren't this dense you know what i'm saying but as things materialized and got condensed and concrete and physical right we got out of touch with our original ways so we needed things like religion to kind of like anchor us and remind us of the right thing to do for example like the the 42 confessions of ma'at or the 42 laws of ma'at at one point in time, you didn't have to walk around and like say in the mirror every day, I'm not going to kill anybody. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do this. I'm not You didn't have to do that shit because you was already flowing in love. You're already in tune. But we think we have things nowadays like the Ten Commandments, like where people might, might need to refresh their memory because we're born into a world where it's a whole bunch of bullshit. And, you know, egos fighting and killing each other because of religion or skin color or different um, knowledge bases or whatever you know what i'm saying so let me let me paraphrase so you're saying religion kind of came about as a way for humans to be in tune um with themselves and with the world around them like a reminder of how to live and i kind of properly and i kind of so my thought process is something similar i say like definitely it uh i always think that like people is uh there are things that we are not able to explain and that I feel like religion kind of was one of those things that gave us some ex- answers or that the was is a part a part of that like it gave us uh kind of like you were saying I guess um it gave us some it organized our mind in a way to to kind of be able to function in a world where we didn't understand everything you know what I mean um not saying that's right or wrong but like that's kind of what the priest was like I hold the I hold the information and I give it I give it to you as I see fit whatever you want to call a priest in these <clears> different Mm-hmm. Time periods um, to help you organize your mind and your life and your thought process, and um, at some point, like when you get control, like the priest, when you get control of the person that's disseminating the information, then you have control over what happens next. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like it's, it's all shit, shit from there. If you ain't a good person, mm-hmm. which is like it could be really powerful over here, or it could be really destructive over here. And mm-hmm. that's like I feel like that's exactly the world we live in. Though it's like it's very destructive, unfortunately. Uh, with the with the ability to be powerful and change the whole world in the snap of a finger. If Christians, Jews, and Muslims tomorrow all decided to band together, kind of like you were speaking to earlier, um, the world would be a completely different place overnight. You know Facts. I mean, uh, I mean what, what are most wars fought over, if not all? Religion, well, money and religion, probably. And that is egotistical in itself, because real power is people drawing from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? Like the the whole idea of having of equating power with authority and dictatorship over another sentient being, that itself is some inferior whack ass, you know, thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because it's enough space and abundance in the universe for everybody to be fucking billionaires and trillionaires. Mm-hmm. If we put it our mind, if we put our minds to put it, it. I learned that from Renaissance Tool Killed. If right. we wanted to throw some shades, I said put it. it. <laughs> if we wanted to put it in our minds together. If you want to throw some shade real quick. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm above your little renaissance uh, beef. 
Because Cass is still number oh, yeah. one in the States. So, right. anyways. I'm going to let you slide with that. I feel like my mic is not turned up. You're <laughs> like just sitting back. My well, voice ain't deep enough to this. Well, <laughs> well, mostly you're doing uh, the episode from outside the studio. So. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is like this. Yeah, so. Record, uh, recording in my car. Yeah, man. so. Uh, religion. Put your, uh, man. Ooh, put your damn face to the microphone, bro. Hey, That's man, the, we talked about Corona earlier, bro. I'm trying to be safe. Uh, too bro. Late. That's the origin, to my knowledge, in today, as you can see, is very much so watered down and away from its original, you know, purpose, Yeah, if you will. Achilles saying we have five minutes, every, everybody. Hold on, wait. Well, we actually stretched it out. Dave, thank you for always. So if Dave doesn't have another show, he lets us talk for fucking ever, <laughs> which is the shit. All right. Hey. Dave said I'm getting paid. It's part of the fun. Also, that was number six. F bombs. I'm sorry. Just don't, just don't uh, promise how many F bombs you're gonna drop I gotta, before the show, and cut. just flow uh, flow freely. Well, no, because honestly, but the nice thing is the seven o'clock show canceled, uh, and the eight o'clock show hit me up and said they want to run remotely. So I just got to get home and I can run them remotely. Nice. Uh, the the F bomb thing came from it is a I swear, and I told y'all this older gentleman had to be in his mid sixties approached me was like, man, I really enjoy the show. It was like out the blue one day. And I was like, all right, who are you? And that was really weird. <laughs> Booze, right? Booze, Akil, Asa? Yeah, I really like y'all show. And I was like, <laughs> all right, uh, how in the hell did you find out about our show? <laughs> and uh, I, I don't even, I don't like remember what the response was, but elderly gentleman, uh, you are the one who are making me, you know, not drop so many F-bombs. But he loves the show. Maybe he enjoys the F-bombs. Yeah. Yeah. I got his own bell. Be yourself. Fuck. <laughs> Dave, what the hell is our uh? Supposed to have this episode? No, it's just an app. Fool. Oh yeah, you just got to download the app. Okay. Yeah. Consider it done. Download the app. Connect it to the the thingy thing, and then we good. Be, 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 be. This is the, 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 the see. What? Oh, we in there? Thing. Uh, I watch battle rap. They do that in battle rap. This is all the time. Why in the beep, hell? Beep, 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 beep. I've gotten at least eleven thousand texts to vote. If a person is not voting, they are not voting. I mean, like the the eleventh thousand to one text is not going to make me feel like you know what? Like they're annoying me to the point where I almost don't want to vote just to just to annoy them. <laughs> like this, like I'm just like sit, like between the yeah, it's it's literally four to five a day. I don't. Yeah. It's like if a person's going to vote, they're going to vote. You can't you can't text me to, to death to vote. It's not working. Whoever hey, thought is like, you know what? Keep going. Keep Somebody's going. getting paid to do that. I hope. Oh, I hope so. I hope every text they send out, they get ten bucks because yeah, definitely getting paid to do that. <laughs> they <laughs> got like a Facebook, quota. Facebook, you know every damn thing about me. You know I'm registered to vote. Stop showing me yep. ads. <laughs> Facts. Yep. Man. The the next or at least uh, episode that we can do down the line that is fly. Mad I just created wanted to flex real quick. Yeah. Mad created it. Mad creates mouth guard masks. Yeah, buddy. We got to get her on the show one day. Hey, man. Somebody Good actually Lord. asked when she was going to be on the show. Hey. Actually, he asked when she was going to be on the I show. Think, I think we might shout her out like every other show. Hey. Ooh. It's possible. So, she might have to bring us some every other show meals. I swear. I got a good friend Gucci. who uh, listens to the show, and I'm not going to say her name because I'm going to butcher it, but E and Mad Creates would be two fly women chefs to have on the show. I was about to say female, yeah. but we can't say that no more either. So One day we're going to have an episode on why we can't say Ooh, maybe a lot of things. A lot of things we should uh, uh, we're not able to say. 
Um, Dave, don't worry, we're not gonna bring up the N word on that show. Brian cannot come. But get this out here now. It's gonna, gonna be, be a whole <laughs> man. What? Our, right. our, our friends say that like every five words for sure. Oh, uh, uh, we that it. might be a good show though, so we could go over the origin of it. Uh, you know what it be? Naga, all types say, of. You know what I'm saying? Linguistics period would be a good show. Etym- etymology, etymology, Sean, etymology, Uraeus. We should bring like why it. why all these why all these days named after old gods. Hey man, and why is why is etymology important? Period, man. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that show that that should be maybe our next show. Just talk about like just vocabulary words, um, what they twi means, and all this. this the this power in words, the power in sound. That's Did, a real metaphysical show right there. Dave, do you have a weed show? I'm just curious. You have a what? A weed based show. Uh we did for a while, uh, but she moved. Okay. All right. Oh no, I take it back. The uh, the MI Tech News guys uh, do the Michigan. I mean, it's from a business perspective. They do the Michigan Marijuana Report. Oh, really? Nice. Um, and they talk with a lot of the dispensaries and like you know the people that do the venture capital backing and the distribution and all that stuff. We need to talk to these dudes. Yes. Something. Like we had a guy. Actually, we had a guy at our show, uh, former Secret Service. Um, that now his business is basically going to dispensaries, um, and teaching them how to do security. Like, this is where you need to have your cameras. This is where you need to reinforce that wall. This is where you need to do this, do that. Nice. And he makes a hell of a lot of money doing it. We need them plugs. We need them because we really are interested in talking to people in that field because it's interesting. That's that's it. Oh, it is. It's fascinating. (laughs) No, it's it's fascinating to uh, hear what they do. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. This was a uh, fantastic episode of my mind. Hey, man. Oh, I enjoyed it. I could have kept talking for the next two, three hours on this one. I think this was a. I think we're going. This is going to be a revisit. But when we revisit, we should we should definitely have. Because I feel like this is one of the things the shows like we're all like minded on this one. Like that's a lot we got to talk about. We need man. we need somebody who's like going like come the, in with like the a devil's uh, advocate. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they're gonna feel so bombarded. The right person hey. is gonna be stubborn enough to where it's like mm-hmm. all right. Verse 2, 11, 12, uh, <laughs> Jesus said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> they need to be a tourist. We need no, to make so sure they're uh, a tourist. Oh, Actually, the show that's tonight, um, uh, Calvin does a really good job with that. It's called Leading Questions. Um, and he gets a, like he's got him and his two co-hosts that are on every week. Um, and then his guests change every week. Uh, and he's had, I mean, pick a topic. He's done one. You know I mean? So like his background is he's got degrees in history and religion. Um, and so he tends to come at things from that perspective. Mm. Uh, but like they, they've, like, the th- I think it's the last three weeks they've been doing, uh, stuff about the election. Um, you know, and one was, okay, let's talk about the shit that nobody really cares about. And they had like a couple of foreign policy, like, wonks in that like really knew it. So like, and he, so he always goes and finds experts to build that panel around, nice. um, to have those discussions. Well, nice. Yeah, yeah, we might have to link up with him. Yeah, we got to start bringing in experts to uh to really battle. You know, what well, I mean? he's like he knows he runs. Uh, he also does. Uh, it's called Seven Two Tours. So he does like walking tours of the city and that kind of stuff. He's very very well versed in the in the history of Detroit. Yeah, we need, we definitely need to plug. We need that, that on guy. deck. Oh, man, this was a great episode. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Wait, we're gonna do some uh, hey. appreciations first for the twenty six episode of the High Vibe Guys. I appreciate these two busters. Akil and Booze, because I've been trying to tell them as as much as we enjoy having guests and love having guests, their minds are amazing. 
and we can have beautiful, phenomenal, phenomenal, cosmic discussions yeah, on a regular basis. <laughs> hey, man. I'm over here in La La Land thinking about articulate this Articulate all the time, I guess. Articulation. Yeah. Well, we had two great shows without no guests, but um, I am excited about the guests we were supposed to have. I guess we're going to record this week again, probably, on Thursday, and try to get our guests out, which will be Big Steve, which is why I brought up the, Big the, the marijuana Steve. thing, because Steve is a marijuana consultant. And um, I'm really interested in like getting his his, his uh, take on this. And he also speaks a lot about just blacks and marijuana too, which is I, I think is a huge conversation that's not being had. Um, but I'm really interested um, in talking about it on the show. Appreciation is the kill. Um, what are you talking about? That's like the eleventh pair of Yeezys you've worn on the show, bro. Anyways, so arrogant. Bro. The universe like, be blessing me. Here you go. Here you go. I didn't so spend not a dollar on them. I, I didn't spend a dollar on these. Kanye saw me once at the mall <laughs> and took his shoes off his feet. And it was like, these are really hurting my feet. They're size nine. I don't know where size 10. And it was like, oh, okay, so Kanye got you a pair of shoes. And you still think that uh, <laughs> that I'm not going to hate on that. No, I, mean, I got something to say about it. What I really said was when you put your attention on things you know, and concentrated the energy bars down and you magnetize those things to you because I don't have to spend a dollar for these. That's what I said. I spent $60 for these vans and I spent another 60 for the uh, other pair I got and another 60 for the other pair I got because I'm just wearing vans because they easy and they cheap because people don't give and me they fresh. People don't give me $500 pairs of shoes. You Oof. know what, God, I saw Wait, you and... Time out. It's in my birth chart, bro. Time out. I get blessed. I'm a... I'm a uh, I'm going to pull from the young cats again, Marquise and Malik. Mm. Booze, you capping. I, I stay capping. You capping. I come in capping. I remember. remember uh, when am I not capping? I also remember probably about a month ago in the oh, text. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to give me some Yeezys. What do you think? Talk me out of it. I was buying them. I was buying them. They weren't being guys to me. Guys, talk me out of them. Did I buy the Yeezys? No, I didn't. This yeah, is what I was saying. Boy, you was about to pull that trigger so fast. This is what and, I'm going to say. And you know what it came behind? Us coming to the show one day. <laughs> and I was having on some, some purple brown. I was like, man, these not even. Oh, well, they're not even legal. Street legal. Anyways, the thing is, if you're interested in those, a lot of people be, you know, scared because of the price. But get you some quality things that won't, you know, break down on you. I'm going to have these bad boys in like 10, 20 years. You know? Factory. Quality. Okay, Over you quantity. Any, you got any pre-chases, my brother? Um, I want to appreciate, um, man, I want to appreciate from what I saw yesterday. I want to mm. appreciate all the fly women, the divine femininity in my life. I got to, uh, watch my oldest daughter go to homecoming yesterday and to see just, Hey, she is a phenomenal young woman, phenomenal young woman, but just to see the amount of very fly, inspiring women in her life, because the house is packed, filled with family members. But just to see the powerful, inspiring women in her life that, you know, are, are pouring into her, pouring into my other daughters, um, women that helped raise me, helped raise my sisters, just to see how effortlessly they operate out of love and you know what i'm saying just the whole day i was with uh, i had my 
youngest daughter early in the day. Took her to the park, hung out with her, and then everybody met up at my daughter's aunt's, and we were all over there hanging out, and the it was it was just such beautiful, beautiful energy, man. It was. It you was, sent me that text yesterday. He, he sent me a text like, "My daughter's gorgeous." I was like, "He over there crying, bro." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I could have swore I saw a tear yeah. trying to come out no, with my I, eyes. I, it bro, was like I, it's hard. Like I read it, and I was like. This mother, he loves his kids, bro. Like, you can bro. tell he just had it was a moment. Tear, tears. One of the most like, tears, should I have bro. some babies? Should I have? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Nah, enjoy mine. But uh, yeah, man, just much love. My mom, uh, my baby's aunts, my two daughters' mother, uh, her friends that were there to help. It was beautiful, man. My little sister, um, yeah, it, it was just beautiful to see. It was, it was a, it was a amazing energy in that house yesterday. Oh man, yeah. Shout out to shout out to good parents and to uh, children who inspire their parents to be their best. Yes, yes. Um, my appreciation is, you know, again, it was going. Sometimes I do these like you know different style appreciation, but mine is just to nature, just because we got a few beautiful days and it's October. Um, I know it's uh, probably in part due to global warming. Shout out to you, uh, global warming, for giving me some nice springy-ish type days and a little <laughs> fall. But uh, man, it, it, these were some nice, nice days over the past three days, man. And like, I was a, uh, I was a little sad when the, the the hot weather left this year, just because I think COVID, man, made everything like the summer just seem real brief. Um, mm-hmm. in, in one respect, because you really weren't doing much. And when you were doing much, it was like outdoors was like overpopulated because every fool decided to go outdoors this year. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just happy that to, to have these last few days, man. When I get out of here, I'm gonna ride my bike a little bit just to appreciate this last little bit of warm uh, weather, man. Because it just feels good to be able to be outdoors. It's actually absolutely beautiful outside right now. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was my appreciation for today. Um, bong bong. I think that's it, y'all. I think we're gonna wrap up episode 26. We're going to be back very soon with some more episodes because we're going to come back on Thursday for our normal um, recording. Um, again, I was sick. Um, and, you know, like we like to do all three of us. I'm, I'm going to be on the other side of the country. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, Asa will be uh, doing his thing uh, in a private location. So we'll be recording in a couple weeks. Maybe when you come back. So maybe the week after next year. I thought you were about to say without him. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, y'all just want to viewership would go down three thousand <laughs> percent. Wow, It'd be me and Booze's mom listening. Uh, like Booze, why do you have any green contacts in the wig? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we hired an Asa lookalike. Oh God, uh, it's not working. I'm not fooling nobody, huh? Nope. <laughs> Anywho, but uh, we'll be back with you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the uh, 26th episode of the High Vibe, guys. Peace, peace, peace.